Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Ah, yeah, pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Solutions crowd-funded comic for this here episode belongs to a buddy of mine. Oh, the Smiths, the Nefarious Smiths, Trouble in Tijuana, Tijuana. Oh, yeah, it's currently live on Kickstarter. Stay tuned for a uh, Creator Corner episode where, where Doug comes back. Yeah, Doug was one of the very first guests, like top five, maybe top three, first three guests ever on this podcast. And, uh, yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back on Kickstarter. The Nefarious Smiths, it is the ultimate group. Uh, it, it's like the Fantastic Four if they were Canadian and supervillains. Hmm. <laughs> so they're like really nice, polite supervillains trying to take over the world. Uh, I don't know. That's that's they're not nice and polite at all. They kick ass though, man. They got you rooting for the bad guy. The Nefarious Smith is my shit. It has been for a couple of years now. The book's done. It's beautiful. It's it's pretty as hell. So back the book now on Kickstarter. Search the Nefarious Smiths, and that's Smiths with a Y. S M Y T H E S. Mm-hmm. Brought to you proudly by Inked Marketing Solutions. The best place for uh, independent crowdfunded support. Ah, yeah. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 306. The 306th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will, in fact, be a Polis Priorities, and I'll be going over all the books set to release on the uh, Cinco of De Mayo. Yeah, that's that's the, the, the 5th of May. Mm-hmm. Of uh, 2021, obviously. Yeah, man. May the first, the, the first week of books, you know, May. It's awesome, right? But beyond all that, I'll be going over what's hot to speculate on for the pre-orders. So if you're looking to line your pockets and, you know, we're, we're talking potential gains here, people, on the final order cutoffs. Or even if you're not into, you know, just flipping the books or whatever and you just want to know ahead of time. New titles that are coming out, you know, what's, what's new and crazy coming out in May. And then uh, you're still in the right place. You're still in the right place because... Uh, I don't discriminate. We talk about it all, baby, all the hot stuff, whether or not it's, you know, speculative or just an awesome story that seems interesting. You're here. So let's do this, man. Let's do this. Let's talk about uh, the FOCs to begin with, the final order cutoffs. Uh, now, give this disclaimer every time. 
what what are the FOCs? Why are they important? If you don't pre-order your books and they don't get printed, they don't get printed, then you don't get to bitch when you have to go to eBay and pay stupid prices for them, you know? Or when you go to the shelf and realize the last book left has been fingered and thumbed to death. Um, not to mention touched. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I, I had I, as soon as I said fingered, my mind went dirty, and I was like, I'll throw a thumb in there too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me today, people. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's, it's uh, FOCs are important. You know, that's, that's all there is to it. And uh, usually, you end up getting a pretty decent discount if you order from the right place. Most stores. Most local comic book shops, they offer some sort of pre-order discount for the most part, you know. There are some exceptions out there, but uh, there's plenty of other options, I would imagine, you know. It just kind of depends. So let's start out with Lunar. Lunar Distribution. Now this is, uh, it seems like it's going to be a combination of publishers now. It's no longer just DC. You know, it looks like we have scouts in there, and who knows going to tag along uh, in the future. So, let's just talk about some lunar books due to be ordered by the 2nd of May. That's a Sunday. Mm. Let's start with Action Comics. Action Comics number 1031. A couple of badass covers there. The first one, or I mean the B cover being a cardstock Julian Titino Tedesco. Brilliant. Uh, Batman Fortnite. Zero point. Number one. Third printing. I would imagine that code's still in there. Uh, will the third printing be as highly printed? You know? I don't know. Um, I think maybe this might be one... It probably wouldn't hurt to maybe pick up a couple copies. I don't know if it's something I would go huge on. Um, I just... I personally have a hard time gauging gamer interest. You know? I didn't think gamers would be into this at all. They're usually just kind of stuck at their computer. You know, I don't pre-order books and shit, so I, I don't know, man. But Fortnite people are hardcore, I guess. You know, I wouldn't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. There might be something to this one. There might be. I wouldn't go super hard on it, but I wouldn't put it past the book entirely either. Um, Batman Fort, Batman, Batman Fortnite. Zero point number three, second printing. This one I do believe I would go a little bit heavier on. Not super heavy, but just heavier on than maybe number one, just because of the snake eyes being involved in here. A little G.I. Joe crossing over with Batman and Fortnite. It's got to mean something, right? You know? Um, Second printing. It's again, same type of situation on the reprints with this series. Don't know. Don't know if it's going to be highly sought after or not. But, uh... um, I think for anything, I think this is actually more of a comic book collector's book on this one than a gamer's book, just because of Snake Eyes crossing over with Batman. Kind of a big deal. Then we've got Batman Thupaman, number 18. The first appearance of Akir.io. Mm-hmm. First cover appearance. First appears in number 17, which I haven't gotten around to reading yet, but I just grabbed it yesterday, so... Yeah, I'll let you know. I don't know what the significance of this character um, really could be. The fact that he's appearing a second time and now on a cover could mean something. Could be a sleeper book, you know? Maybe DC has bigger plans for this. You know, it's just not a lot of people reading this title, seemingly. 
Um, you know, it's not like this, this has been a, a series chock full of keys. Uh, so, I don't know, man. There could be something to this. I, I say more so 17 than anything now that he's appearing on 18 on a cover. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then there's a pretty cool B cover on that one. Simone Bianchi. Simon Bianchi? I don't know. I never know. Uh, cardstock. Um, let's see, uh, By the Horns, so this is a scout book number two coming out, that's badass, had Marcuson Nasso on the podcast way back in the day, good dude, did Voracious as well, uh, Detective number 1036, oh shit, that might be one of the best Bermejo variants, yeah, I, I think I say that every time, is that Clayface? Oh, that's so gnarly, that's, that's cool, that's cool, the Huntress on the A cover, mmm, uh, let's see what else. What else? Then we got Harley Quinn number three. Um, potential first appearance in this one. I'm thinking it's gonna pop off in this one. Uh, I forget the name of the. Uh, I guess it's a prison guard of something of significance. So I don't know. Uh, I don't hear anybody talking about number two. So I'm thinking it happens in number three here. Then also from Scout, we've got Midnight Western Theater, number one. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, no, I, I actually I have the ash can of this that I got in the Scout subscription box that you could uh, sign up for at scoutcomics.com and use code CHEERS10 at checkout and save yourself 10% on anything else in the store while you're at it. Go ahead. Go nuts. It's an amazing website, amazing online store. It's Scout Comics, baby. But I got the ash can of this. Mm. Look at me go. Oh, look at this shit. Milestone Returns Infinite Edition number zero one shot. So this this is probably a big one. Um, you know, we got Icon. We got Static Shock. And we got... Is it Hardware? I think there's another one. Fuck. But it's, uh, it's, 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 it's going to be big, man. When's the last time you saw Static Shock in a comic book, huh? It's going to be big. Um, I... <laughs> I don't know how how valuable the book's going to be. I don't know if it's a spec book, but I, I think I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, are shops gonna order the shit out of this? Ugh. I don't know. I'm definitely gonna pick up more than one copy. That's for sure. But I don't know how heavy I'm gonna get. We'll see. Uh, is this a label book? No, and this is not. So this is spinning out of Infinite Frontier. We've got Mr. Miracle, the source of freedom, number one of a little six-parter. Pretty badass B cover on there, Valentin Delandro. And uh, spinning out of, of DC Future State, the story of how Shiloh Norman became Mr. Miracle of Tomorrow starts here. Uh, the Mr. Miracle Show used to be the hottest ticket in town, whether you caught him on stage escaping from perilous traps or spotted him on the streets of Metropolis taking out bad guys. What Shiloh Norman forgot is the first rule of both showbiz and superheroing. Always leave them wanting more. Now it's time to start showing the world what a miracle man can do. Showbiz superhero rule number two, timing is everything. There's a performer in town who wants to knock Mr. Miracle off his pedestal and stake a claim to his famous moniker. Can Shiloh break free of his trap? Why, yes, that is a clue. So it says. Um, Alright, that was a lot. Uh, I, I think this book's going to be pretty pretty big. I think people are going to be all over it. Um, 
I mean, I'm gonna pick it up. Uh, now, as far as was it Milo or Shiloh? Let me click on that again. Mm, Shiloh. Uh, I, 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 do I know who this Shiloh person is? Is this a first appearance? I don't know. Is this a new Mister Miracle? Uh, fuck, I don't know. As long as that description is, they don't really tell me. Fortunately, I don't know all of Mr. Miracle lore. Is there something that I don't know about that's missing? Kind of don't think so. Kind of think there might be something to this. Uh, Nightwing number 79, second printing. Besides it being just a badass cover, um, it's the first cameo appearance of Heartless, who I think is going to be kind of a big deal in the world of Nightwing. And... Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I see Heartless going on to be like a, a a critical rogue. I do. I could see Heartless being bigger than Miracle Molly or Flatline. Um, and if that's the case, then <laughs> good on us. And even more so on the second printing. So it's it, it's a beautiful freaking cover, man. It, it really is, and also potentially valuable. Potentially valuable. So I, I'm definitely... I, I've been picking up all of the reprints of Nightwing. <laughs> Fucking awesome, man. Uh, Rabid World. Number one, this is a, a scout book. This is a scout book. Uh, I have the ash can of this. I might even... Do I have the... No, I don't think I have the... I wouldn't. Maybe in this next subscription box coming up? I'm not sure. I definitely have the ash can, though. Uh, zombies, man. This is, it's, uh, I'm going to check it out and... It's just a four-part miniseries, so I'll, I'll wait till the fourth issue comes out, and I'm just going to dump a binge on it. Oh, shit, what is this? Robin number two. There you go, badass Glenn Melonkov cover. Um, second appearance, a flatline, if you guys collect second appearances. But this B cover, good lord. Who is that? Francis Manpool. That is the... Uh, that's the coolest... Uh, Jesus Christ. That's the coolest Damien's ever looked in my eyes. That's a bad-ass cover. Jesus Christ, that's cool. Um, I don't know. That could be something to that, just for the sake of how awesome it is. Huh. Yeah. Um, then we got Ruby Justice League, didn't... Oh, okay, number two. Let's see. I thought we talked about this already. Nope, number two. Um, looks like a couple covers. Uh, stake number two? What? Hold on. I'm confused. I thought this book just came out. Hmm. So now it's on the FOC. I'm wondering if there's a misprint here. Or if maybe this is a second print. Stake number two just came out this week. There's a secret variant where she's flipping me off. This is the same cover. Huh. I'm thinking there might be a misprint here. But just in case, um, there's something to do with stake, possibly, on the FOCs. Keep a closer eye on that. Um, as as I record this, the FOCs aren't technically finalized, so there's there's room for adjustments. Usually adjustments are pretty minor and inconsequential. But, you know, shit. Keep, keep your eye on stake. So there could be, could be something to that. Uh, Teen Titans Academy number three crossing over with Suicide Squad. Um, I'm this is actually pretty intriguing to me. I'm loving both series. Uh, well, I've only read the first issue of Teen Titans Academy so far. Still have to read number two. It's on the pile. 
But um, the first two issues of Suicide Squad have been amazing. Uh, what do we have here? What do we got? This is the... Oh, shit. This B cover is badass. What the fuck? Who is... What is going on here? Get some more. Red Death, or Red X. Hmm. Hmm. That's a cool cover. Fuck, I don't know what's going on, man. But that's neat. That is neat. And that looks... Oh, shit, that looks like that's it. That's it for the FOCs for Lunar. Let's scoot on over to the, the rest of the stuff. It's diamond right now. Let me get on over here. So, yeah, no, there's definitely some good stuff from Lunar this week. I think, uh, I don't know, a shot in the dark. Maybe the Robin number 2 B cover, um, potentially. I actually think Nightwing 79 might be kind of something. Uh, fucking Rabid World should be cool. Uh, Harley Quinn could be something, number 3. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and then uh, Batman Fortnite Zero Point. Both of the reprints on that, number one and number three. So, I don't know, that's where I... Oh, and then fucking potentially the cover appearance of Atur.io, or Aturio. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But, yeah, a lot of potential this week. A lot of potential from Lunar on the FOCs. Now, like I said, back on over to Diamond. Uh, let me get my filters in here. Mm -hmm. Vault. Vault Comics on the FOC this week. We've got... Hold on. That's... Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought that was Valiant. This is Vault. Nice. Uh, well, first off, we have Audible number 8. Oh, it's the C cover. Okay. So just a, an extra cover for whatever reason. Uh, but this Blue Flame. What is Blue Flame? Well, first off, it looks like there is a buttload of covers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers here. Okay, four covers and then three incentive covers. Nope, three covers and four incentive covers. The one in 15... Oh, man, that's a... Uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, fuck, what is that homaging? Definitely a Marvel cover. No? No? DC cover? Fuck, what is that? I'm lost. I'm lost. But I don't know, there, there could be something to this book. Um, let's see, uh, Christopher Cantwell, Adam Gorham, Kurt Michael Russell. Alright, so the Blue Flame is a cosmic hero. The Blue Flame is a DIY vigilante that fights crime on the streets of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in case you haven't heard of it. <laughs> the Blue Flame is a blue-collar HVAC repairman named Sam Browsam? Sam Browsam? Browsam? Sam Sam is what I'm going to call him. In the wake of a horrific tragedy, the boundaries of the Blue Flame's identity blur even further. Now, before a universal trial, the Blue Flame must prove that humanity is worth saving. But in order to do that, Sam Sam has to save himself. Can he? Mm. Nice. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check it out. It, it seems neat. Uh, money Shot's back. M -m -m money Shot, number 11. Looks like there's a few covers here. Um, poly bags, so probably nudies. Mm. Mm. And then Shadow Service on its eighth issue, continuing on. Alright, looks like this is a full-blown uh, ongoing. A minute. 
number seven just showed up in the pull list, so I'm not out of it. I gotta write it on the uh, the catch-up list here. Mm-hmm. Seems neat. Seems like something I'd be into. Just fucking haven't gotten around to it for some reason. Out of all the vault books that I was like, ah, I haven't gotten around to. It looks like Shadow Service is the one that I'm gonna stick around. You know, not just keep the first arc. And we've got Witchblood number three, and that's uh, three covers on that one. So that wraps up the Vault FOCs. Look at Vault just killing it this week. How about Valiant? What you doing, Valiant? Shadow Man number two. Why the fuck isn't Shadow Man number one in my pull list? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I missed it. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna find me a copy of Shadow Man. I'm gonna make sure Shadow Man number two stays on there. Uh, I feel a little hurt. Um, as a Valiant fan, you know, that I didn't add this title. Or if I did add it, it was mistakenly forgotten. I don't feel like I would have bugging missed something like this. I had a lot of shit, though, and if you saw last week's, uh, mm, if you follow me on social media, you saw how thick that stack was. Like, it was, I've got big hands, and I couldn't grip them all with one hand. It was, it was big. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it could have just got mixed in there and forgotten. You know, the people that make these, uh, put together these polos for me, they're human. You know, they're human. What's happening with Source Point? Nothing. 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 Oni Press? Nothing. Uh, Mad Cave? Nothing. What's going on here? Um, uh, Black Mask. Oh, there you go. What's up, Black Mask? Alice in Leatherland, number one, second printing, and Destiny. I would imagine that's New York. Or Destiny Nye. Pretty sure it's New York. Number three. Right on. I don't know much about either of those titles, so I'll just keep my mouth closed. Then we got Muffuckas, or MFKZ, number one. This one is already on. Yeah, I already pre-ordered it. Because... <laughs> Look at it. And then you promised me Darkness, number one, second printing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally going to get on that. Uh, this, this is going to be fucking huge. It's going to be huge. Um, and there's also a third printing that I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. It's up on Behemoth's website. So if you go to Behemoth Comics, um, I believe that's probably .com. And <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Second and third printing. I don't know if it's still available, but it was a couple days ago. So I'll give you a little heads up on that one. So yes, second printing already sold out. Um, how we're able to... I, I don't know. But <laughs> get on it, man. I think this is a, a big sleeper book. Big sleeper book. It was good. It made my top five. By the way, I started a blog. If you go to cheerstocomics.com, which for some reason I still don't fucking advertise pay for this goddamn website, and I finally got it finalized, and I don't think I've told any of you about it yet. Cheers2Comics.com is really just your one-stop place to get all of the content now. All the YouTube videos, all the podcasts, all that stuff. Find out who's coming up in future shows. And now, I've added a blog page. Hmm. So on there, you can read. You could read me write about uh, my top five books, and You Promised Me Darkness is in there. It's up to you to find out where, though. Hmm. Uh, Albatross, funny books, we've got King Tank, oh cool, Albatross is on the FOCs, nice. King Tank Girl, number five. Oh, this little series is wrapping up. Scotty Young, getting a cardstock variant, nice. Scotty Young doing King Tank Girl, well, could be something, 
What's up with Aftershock this week? Girls of Dimension 13, number two. I checked out number one. Um, you know, it's, I, I definitely see the appeal, but it's just, it's not for me. It seemed like it would be kind of neat, you know, for something that was abnormal for my pull, pull list, but, eh, it's still not really in my realm. I'm not saying it's bad, it just wasn't for me. Uh, I'm never here to steer you away from a book, people. And I know if you've listened to this podcast before, you're probably tired of me repeating myself, but I think that's important. You know, uh, for you, for you listeners to know, I'm not here to ever take away from a book just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not good. You know, that's if I liked everything, that'd be weird. Um, I breathe the body number five. This is one I'm probably just gonna have to find in trade because I I swear I pre-ordered it, but it hasn't been showing up. Uh, a lot of stuff like that hasn't been showing up lately. Like none of my source point books for whatever reason end up in my pull list now i have to go to hooked on comics to get them you know i'm a shameless plug but yeah i get all my source point breast books from uh, hooked on comics now because for whatever reason i have trouble at my lcs um nuclear family number four but i don't know why we're talking about source point press right now we're talking about i breed the body uh maybe aftershock is the same way i know i still get my aftershock books just I, I guess this title is an exception. Uh, Nuclear Family, this title was also an exception. Totally out of this one, didn't show up. It's on its fourth issue now on the FOCs. Ugh. I think this one's going to be a sleeper series. I think it's going to catch on. Um, that's just based off the description. Not like I had a chance to read it yet. And then, <laughs> um, uh, Shadow Doctor, number four. This is another one. I picked up the, the, the first issue. I think I picked up a couple of them. Um, I, I didn't add the, the full series, but I, it's just, I have a feeling that this series is going to be another just, it's going to get picked up at some point. I feel like the social climate that we're in, this is really a great story to tell. So, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of time on Shadow Doctor. Um, I'm not going to be a quick flip, I'll tell you that much, but I think you, in the end, you may, uh, you may end up happy. It's, it's there. Um, I'm going to talk about Absolute Comics because, well, Absolute's had my attention lately, and you'll find out why later in some Creator Corner episode of some sort coming soon. Mm. Um, but, uh, Absolute, what do we have here? We've got Dual Identity number three. Oh, this is like a foil cover edition, it looks like, for ten bucks. And then I Make Boys Cry number two. That's a sweet cover. Um, and then there's a uh, fucking wraparound lenticular for 20 bucks. It's rad as hell. Damn, I wonder what that would be like, lenticular. That's gnarly. Like if, uh, you know, absolute. See, here's the deal. Normally I go off on companies that, you know, like just sell their books for cover appeal by putting a bunch of tits and ass on there. But the absolute universe, actually there's some substance to it. And they're creating this shared universe from what I'm learning. And, uh, yeah, man. I make Boys Cry is going to be something crossing over. And, you know, my, I guess my point is is that, yes, there's there's a lot of skin on the Absolute books. But they're good reads, too. And I'm going to have to tell you from, you know, I'll be the judge of that myself um, eventually. But I'm I'm gonna have to take some people's words for it and uh, 
Yeah, man. I don't know. Could be, could be something to get into. Only issue number two, so not too late. What's happening with the Blaze this week? From a Blaze, we've got Gung Ho Anger number one. All right. So if you're a Gung Ho reader, looks like there's one, two, three, four, five covers on this. Ten dollar sketch blank variant though. Ten dollars. Right on. Um, yeah, it's just uh, uh, another series in the Ablaze universe. This Gung Ho, I think. I don't know. This is what, like the third or fourth volume, maybe. Um, we got Boom, Boom Studios, Abbott, nineteen seventy three, number five. Couple covers there. Uh, issue number seven of Dune House Atreides. Um, I think it's a sleeper series. Once that Dune uh, book comes out, it's it's, it's going to be shit. Or that movie is what I mean to say. Uh, that the series is going to take off. I know it is. Um, Firefly number 29. Couple covers there. Ah, The Many Deaths of Layla Star. Number one, third printing. Now, uh, once again on the blog, I spoke very, very highly of this first issue. Like, incredibly highly. Uh, I, how everybody is not talking about this series blows my mind i was blown away by what i read i loved it i'm i'm calling this book to be a sleeper and a third printing of a sleeper mini series like this ah i just just screams potential potential being a key word though you know potential meaning in the future i don't think it's gonna be a quick flip people um yeah, but ah, I'm I'm definitely picking up the reprint to this, and I'm actually going through and I'm finding all of the copies of the first print while I still can, while they're still reasonable, at cover price, because this series is absolutely amazing, and I think the only reason why it's not being talked about, um the level that it should be is because it came out on such a heavy, heavy week. And I think it just kind of got lost in the mix of some things. That's just me, though. I read a lot of shit that week, that, and I, I didn't think for a second that this book would be, I guess, spoilers on my number one, my favorite thing in the entire week. <laughs> it was so good. So good. Don't sleep on it. Um, Something is Killing the Children, number 16. Uh... This is Erica Slaughter, or the House of Slaughter? Is it the House of Slaughter, or Erica Slaughter's origin story? This book's going to be big. Um, multiple copies. I'm picking up at least three of this. At least three. And the Jenny Frisson variant, probably not a bad idea. Um, Spectre Inspectors, number four. And that looks like that's going to wrap up. Boom. A couple covers on Spectre Inspectors. Uh, from Boom Dynamite, anything do I dare ask? Boobs, 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 boobs. Mm, yep, usual boobs. How about some Ahadidubia? Ahadidubia, we got G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Number 282. Mm, a couple covers there. And then uh, Transformers, My Little Pony, number two. A couple covers there. And then Star Wars Adventures Weapon of a Jedi, number one. Alright. A little two-part micro-series. Nice. 
Oh, looks like someone found themselves a little lightsaber. A little laser sword. <laughs> uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics, we have Dragon Age. Dark Fortress, number three. Lady Baltimore, Witch Queens, number three. Witcher, Witch's Lament, number one. So if you're a Witcher fan. Yeah, three covers on that one. Cool. Cool, cool. Dark Horse doing its video game thing. Now let's talk image. Let's wrap up the indie comics on the FOCs this week. Uh, we've got Ascender carrying on with its 15th issue. Then we got Bitterroot number 13. Still connecting those A covers. Oh, what is this? What is this B cover? What is going on here? That's cool. What the fuck is that? Beat Street. Hmm. I don't know. But there might be something to this B cover. Is it homaging something? Fuck. I don't know. Bitterroot. Those homage covers hold value. What the fuck is... I don't know. I say... I mean, you be the judge. Maybe you know. I just... There's something about this that looks familiar, and I can't... Well, it's almost like a video game in a way. I feel like it's it has, like, Rampage type of vibes. I don't know. Neato, though. Neato. Uh, Department of Truth, number nine. Super Hot Series. Looks like there's three covers on this one. Um, yeah. Pick your poison. Badass. Goddamn Virgin Brides. Wrapping up on its fifth issue. Oh, haha. On its fifth issue as well. Two covers on this one. And how about that Conley variant? Uh, oh, nice. What is this? Helm Greycastle, number two, a little four-part miniseries. Oh, shit, we got an image first here that I really, really think that <laughs> going to be big. Real big. Um, Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man being reprinted as an image first for a dollar. I'm going to get, like, ten of them. Yeah, I'm getting ten of these sons of bitches. I just... Huge, huge, huge series. Extremely key issue, and, uh, yeah, I could see these going for five to ten bucks a piece. I can, and at only a dollar a piece, and then, I don't know, well, I guess, <laughs> um, uh, it comes out, uh, let's see, yeah, it'd be coming out towards the end of the, the month, so, I mean, potentially, like, sixty cents a piece, maybe, maybe, um, and then we have, uh, let's see, Spawn number one getting an image first, really? Alright. Hmm. I'll check it out. Philadelphia carrying on with its 13th issue. How about that David Mack variant? Don't sleep on Philadelphia, people. Rodney Barnes is making this into an HBO Max series. I know it. I know it. I know there's nothing officially announced or even unofficially announced, but, uh, just trust me. Trust me. Uh, made in Korea, number one. Okay. Um, I do I dare? Uh, quick start guide. For your, I'm already lost on this. It's okay. There's robots. There's robots in Korea. Is what it looks like. I'm 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 lost in the description. I started doing computer talk and I don't I don't speak that stuff. Uh, Manifest Destiny number 43, couple covers there, then we got Monstrous number 34, and uh, Old Guard, Tales Through Time number 2. I know, I'm just scooting through these 
And that's so key issues, I guess. Just kind of shouting them out there for you know, in case you're looking for some titles to jump on. Uh, Shadecraft on its third issue on the FOCs this week. A book that's already been picked up. So don't sleep on it, man. Don't sleep on it. Uh, cha -cha -cha. Spawn number 318. You're going to want all three of these covers. Because look at them. There's a, there's a Revolver cover, there's a McFarlane cover, and there's a Barons cover. These Barons covers have been stunning. Stunning. Uh, Stray Dogs number three getting the second print. Eh, use your own judgment on that one. I don't know what the second prints are going to do on this series. A lot of people speculating around it, but feel like it's kind of... Maybe the heat's died down a little bit? I don't know. I think what it was is that number one was crazy and super under-ordered and then everybody was like, well I'm gonna order a shit ton of number two because everyone loves number one and then all of a sudden like, oh this book's not valuable anymore so not good. no, it's still really good it's still really good, has a lot of potential um, reprints probably have a little bit of potential at the very least, so bam uh, what else, Summoners War Legacy number two we got Two Moons, number four. couple covers there. Uh, Ultra Mega on its third printing. Nice. And number two, getting a second printing. And uh, Undiscovered Country, number seven, getting a second printing. Number seven sold out? All right. Uh, Undiscovered Country, I guess I kind of stopped reading. It's still on the pull list because it's going to be, I don't know. Like I said, a lot of potential in that series. I think it's going to be really, really big, but... Um, I'll, I'll go back and revisit it when it's kind of more relevant in pop culture to give you an indication of uh, where I see this book going. We'll see. I love the first three issues. I just thought, eh, I don't know if this is something I really want to read week to week. It seems like a, a trade type of book for me. Still going to collect it, single issues, just because, like I said, as a speculator, I understand the value. Um, I think I have th at least three copies of number one. <laughs> no. Uh, no. All right, let's wrap up these FOCs with a little bit of Marvel action, huh? Uh, Jesus Christ, pushed on the FOCs again. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. We've got Alien number three. For whatever reason, number two did not show up on my pull list. So I'm wondering if just number one got added by accident for some reason. I'll have to find a copy of number two, but I'm going to re-add number three. Both of these covers are stunning. It's not fair that they do variant covers on the series because that's I collect xenomorph art. <laughs> this is, all this is is just xenomorph art to me. Um, there's a story here as well, obviously, but xenomorph art. <laughs> Does it sound like I'm saying xenomorph art? <laughs> Beta Ray Bill number three. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> a little bit of dick humor for you, or I guess that would be a shit joke, not dick humor. Depending on... Never mind. Beta Ray Bill, number three, as I had said. Uh, yeah, you're, you're reading Beta Ray Bill. Just do it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and then, yeah, Black Panther. I'm not going to go through and give all of these again. It's 65,000 different covers of Black Panther again. Um, the one that I say probably holds the most value is probably going to be the Gleason variant. I think people are kind of... A lot of people are speculating that the Gleason craze has already fizzled out. But I, 
a lot of people also kind of talk down on <laughs> some of the webhead stuff too like the early webhead stuff and well look at him now so i don't know i think it's market manipulation is what it is i think people are like eh this is sucky now and then they're secretly ordering 100 copies so the other yeah <laughs> I I I I really see something in the Gleason variant on this, but I mean all these other ones, you know, just pick your style of art, pick your artists, and or pick all of them if you're a masochist. Uh, Black Widow number seven, this is still going. Shit, it is. All right, I thought this was just going to be a mini series. Something big popped off in number six. Looks like this is the start of a new story arc. So, fuck, maybe, maybe I should be reading this, huh? Uh, X-Men Demon Days third printing. God, that's terrible. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is the worst thing that Momoko's ever done. This cover here is fucking god-awful. There's artists out there, like really good artists, that would kill to have their art on Marvel covers. But instead, this is what Marvel's giving us. And I know I said earlier I'm not here to talk anybody away from a comic, you know. To this day, I'm not saying don't buy this comic. It's still I'm I'm very confused by this though. This looks juvenile, juvenile, like a middle school art project. Third place winner. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. This solidifies the fact that. Uh, whew, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and just go off on a rant and talk shit, but... Uh, is this book valuable? Yep. Yep, there's Momoko fans out there, just like there's Leafield fans. <laughs> there's an audience for it. I'm not that audience, though. No, I'm not going to sell this book. Or buy this book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heroes Reborn. On its fourth issue, we've got a Bagley variant. The, the uh... The whatchamacallit, the uh, trading card variant. What do we got here? Dr. Spectrum. Nice. And then we got the uh, John Tyler Christopher. Action figure variant. Dr. Spectrum. All about it. I love the card stock. I love the action figure variant. And then there's also uh, Stormbreakers variant as well. And then we got Heroes Reborn, Magneto, and the Mutant Force number one. Looks like there's three covers on this one. Uh, Heroes Reborn Siege Society number one. Looks like they're they're doing all types of Heroes Reborn stuff. Uh, a couple, one, two, three. Nope, two covers on this one. Oh, Zemo on the. <laughs> nice. We all love Zemo now, right? Uh, Heroes Reborn Young Squadron. Now with these series, like. A, all of them have potential, but I feel like there's more people talking down on them than anything. I think a lot of the potential on these are going to dud out. It's just I'm going to play the Law of Averages and just pick up one of everything. and Or at least one of each title. Definitely not one of every cover. And just... We'll see. You know? Like I said, it's... Marvel throwing shit against a wall and seeing what sticks and then just running with it from there, but at least that's how I see this whole Heroes Reborn type of situation. Um, yeah. It's, 
big gambles though on all of this all of them I, i'm not sure about any of these potential new amalgamized characters I'm, I'm i'm really not sure but yeah what are you gonna do um maestro warren packs wrapping up with its fifth issue yeah we'll see what new maestro comes about miles morales spider-man number 26 i'm gonna go ahead and say go big not super big but um i don't know uh, I'm actually going to pick up five copies of number 26 because I have a feeling there's going to be an abundance of first appearances. You know, if you look at number 25, if you look at, it's a wraparound cover, if you look at the back of that cover, there's some new, uh, some new Spidey looking folks. And they, sorry, spoilers, they just so happen to cameo on the last page of number 25, along with the first appearance as well. Um, yeah, I think we're going to get three first appearances in this number 26. So, yeah. Uh, New Mutants on its 18th issue. Uh, this this next book has some potential. It's a character that I'm not too familiar with, but it's his first, uh, not an ongoing, but first solo miniseries, Reptile. Reptile number one, just a little four-parter. Mike Del Mundo getting a pretty badass uh, variant on that. Uh, I, I'm... I'm I'm going to be in this run. I don't know anything about this character, but I'm fixing to learn. Fixing to learn. You know, uh, Marvel's doing something like this that tells me that they have... Uh, they're going to make use of them down the road in the, the cinematic universe. So, with this being first, you know, mini-series solo title, I think there's something to it. Like I said, I don't know anything about this character, though. At all. Uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow... Number one. Oh, second printing. Neat. And we got some Bounty Hunters crossover action with Star Wars Darth Vader. Number 12. Oh, yeah. Boba Fett bitches crossing over. Yeah, I'll be into this whole crossover event. I'll be into all of it. Um, there's three covers on this. And then Dr. Afra, number 10, also crossing over to the with the Bounty Hunters crossover. Uh, Marvel's number two. First appearances, potentially, of some characters that cameoed in number one. So, yeah. I mean, you use your best judgment. I'm going to definitely pick up three. <laughs> That's just me, though. That's just me. Law of averages, man. You put a whole bunch of characters, first appearances in a book, one of them's bound to do something, right? Uh, oh, what is this? Trials, Loki, Marvel Tales, number one. Alright, so it's a collection of, uh, you know, Loki stories. Could it be a reprint of the first appearance of Loki? And I don't know. Let's click on it and find out if it tells us. Oh, learn the true origin of Loki as we celebrate the legacy of the House of This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan-favorite characters, uh, features timeless stories, and highlights more. Yeah, we get it. Alright. Uh, and Loki, 2010, number one through four, throws... It's, it says so much. You look at the description yourself, I guess. Um, it looks like it's collecting issues one through four of Loki, to be honest. Uh, what? Wouldn't this just be a... Huh. I, well, I don't know why they would do this. Um, you'd think it would... It's 104 pages. Jeez, that's why it's eight bucks. Huh. Alright. Alright. 
And honestly, I think that one of the the, the spec books of the week based off cover alone is actually going to be X-Men number 20, the Mike Del Mundo variant cover. Um, I, I see a lot of people chattering about this already. It's, it's, a, it's a great fucking cover. I know. It's a podcast. You can't see what I'm looking at. It's essentially Mystique on a photocopy machine. So use your imagination if you haven't seen the image. It, it, it's amazing. It really is. I, I, I see this book taking off. I could see this book selling for 7 to $10 uh, pre-sale. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe not, though. <laughs> Just kind of depends. I mean, there are a lot of people talking about it pre-FOCs, so not a lot of times could take away from something. A lot of times we want to see this chatter after the FOCs are closed, but um, I'm going to pick up a couple extra copies just in case. Definitely one for myself, though, because I fucking love Mike Del Mundo. And how about Nimrod on the uh, on the A cover as well? So, huh. Right on. That's the FOCs this week, people. Lots to speculate on. Um, I don't think there's anything that I would, you know, go all in on, 20 books or anything like that. But, um, you know, you be your own judge based off the information I've given you. You know, maybe you're more excited about something than I am, you know, based off of what I've said. But, yeah, uh, there's definitely a few things I'm going to be picking up multiple copies of this week. So, definitely lots to get excited about. And you know what? I just realized something. I just realized that I, I, um, forgot to talk about some other stuff that doesn't quite make the FOCs, but a new previews is out, so just real quick, I'm gonna ramble off some stuff here, I just made a, a quick list, like I said, this is books that I think do hold some potential that you're not gonna really see on the uh, FOCs, cause they're more of a small print press type of situation. Um, if you collect homage covers, then from Aardvark... There's the Unethical Spider-Vark, and it is an homage cover of ASM-129. So those covers, those homage covers, tend to do pretty well. Mm, could be something to that. I'm not sure when the order date is on uh, these, because like I said, they're not really on the FOCs. So as soon as as soon as soon these these come to light, just pre-order them. Pre-order them. Um, Resilient from Absolute Comics. I told you I'd be talking about an absolute book here pretty soon. Resilient is the one. George McHale, he'll be on the podcast here real soon. Um, stay tuned for that episode, that Creator Corner. That was a lot of fun. I got so excited. Um, and, uh, yeah, Resilient, crossing. it's going to be crossing over in the absolute universe. So, going to want this. I think it's only a matter of time before the absolute universe really starts to blow up outside of White Widow. Um, from Albatross, I, I, I'm, now, it showed here that Albatross was on the FOCs this week, I don't know for sure, but just in case, um, Eric Powell has a new book out called, or will have a new book out, called Did You Hear What Eddie Gleb Did, and, oh man, or Eddie Gain, I'm sorry, I can't read my own fucking handwriting, Eddie Gain, G-I-E-N, um, it, it's, it's a dark, twisted horror story that, seems absolutely amazing and if you're an Eric Powell fan or a Goon fan, I think this is worth checking out uh, a few a few, well hold on, what do we have here let's see what fucking series is this, is Vault? shit, I forgot where this is from, Cinnamon though Cinnamon, uh, crazy like a cat superhero type of story, so Cinnamon number one I don't know, 
Now these number ones on the small print press, you just you just never know. Uh, spare parts is one that seems kind of promising. Once again, I forget where they're out of, man. I think they were out of. What? No, that wouldn't be Vault. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the previews in front of me anymore, and I, that's that's a lot of pages to flip through. Uh, Count Draco? Is that what it is? Count Draco? Knuckle Duster? That actually just sounds badass based off the name. So another one? I, you know what? Hold on. Hold on here. Right, yeah, I got my shit in front of me here. So Cinnamon and Spare Parts were both from Behemoth. You know, Behemoth that did You Promise Me Darkness. So that, I mean, just the, the name alone, like the... The, the, the branding alone. A lot of potential. Cinnamon, I mean, it's just, you look at the covers here, it's pretty badass. And spare parts, what's this say here? Based on the upcoming Raven Banner and RLJE movie releasing in theaters, and I, that's probably all I need. I mean, it's just a little one shot, but based off of a movie, I don't know, man. Looks like there's five covers on spare parts. Ah, uh, potential. Potential there. What the fuck was Count Draco Knuckle Duster, though? God damn it. I don't know why I can't find it in here. Just, just that name. Just that name. I don't know. I'm going to keep flipping. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. And then, uh, what was it? Gods of Brutality. <laughs> That's another one. Fuck. I, you know what? I need to know where they came from, damn it. Ah, here it is. Scout. That makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. So, yeah. Count Draco Knuckle Duster. Uh, the Curse of the Cryptocrystalline Stone. How did I get that out? Continues in 2021. Oh, is this something? Alright, so follow the cosmic ghoul warrior and young psychic uh, as they embark on the next chapter of an adventure that will... Alright, so this... Alright, I guess this is a continuation of another series, the Count Draco Knuckle Duster. But Gods of Brutality? Oh, man. In 2020, rock god Nick Dillon will step up off the stage for the final time, ending his 37-year career as the head of the metal band Gods of Brutality. They're about to release their final album, completing the story he set out to tell 37 years before. In his final interview, Nick reveals that when he died for one minute, 24 seconds in 1984, he was actually in hell, where he was tortured by demons. In an act of desperation, Nick prayed to any god that would listen. Thankfully, his pleas were answered when Thor and Hercules were dispatched to save him. Oh, this is the comic telling of that story. That sounds... Amazing. Um, now, Scout, not on the FOCs for Diamond. Uh, just now making it on the FOCs for Lunar, so I know that they're on someone's FOCs, but just in case, I want to shout these out. I don't know when these are due by. And then Lunar Ladies, number one, I think has a lot of potential as well. Um, fuck, what else was there from Scout? There's so much from Scout. Uh, oh, uh, No Ghosts in Hiroshima, number one. This is This one sounds... Uh, pretty promising as well. Dr. James something is uh, racked with guilt because of a mistake he made many years ago. He believes he has unwittingly condemned an innocent soul to eternal suffering and pain. In an attempt to set things right, he has worked for years to invent a way to free this soul from hell. But Dr. Something's, uh, I, I, there's no way, Henrikinson? Heinrichinson? Heinrichinson? Oh, das Deutsche. Uh, F have stirred demonic attention by those who see this as a way to seize power in hell. And then it goes on and on and on and it sounds pretty badass. Uh, yeah. Gnarly. And then also, also from Scout this month at some point in time, 
I missed this one on my list. We don't kill spiders. It's Joseph Schmalky all the way through. The name's big. You're, you'll get to know Joseph Schmalky. I can't say his name, but I know it. In the early Viking Age, a faithless Norseman detective is summoned to a Scandinavian hamlet where a series of murders have occurred. Discovering the dark and bloody history of the village, he investigates the local outcast and necromantic witch who brings his aesthetic values into question. Determined to prevent further homicides, the two band together to discover the identity of a serial killer. A little three-part miniseries, it looks like. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Um, tons, tons of good stuff from Scout this week. And that's not all. That's not all. We've got... Uh, White Ash Magazine. Yes, this is actually a big magazine-sized collection of the first two issues of White Ash and several unreleased pinups. I'm telling you, the White Ash stuff, it's just, it's its all just bubbling up right now. You'll you will thank me later. Get on White, Na White Ash now. While it's still reasonably priced, you'll thank me later when it becomes the next, when it becomes Scout's Walking Dead. It's going to happen, people. Walking Dead didn't catch on right away. You know? Ugh. Look what Charlie Stickney's doing. He, he's amazing. And then, uh... Shit, lastly... Alright, so this is this is super neat. This is uh, Stanley the Snowman. This is from Scoop. Austin Janowski. I had Austin Janowski on the podcast to talk about this. Uh, he he kickstarted this book. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Uh, I I suggest that you check it out if you have kiddos. Scoot is the little person imprint, and I don't mean short people. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Let's see here. Anything else worth uh, checking out? Oh, then there was uh, from Source Point. Source Point doesn't always make the FOCs. We've got Runes number one. Um. It just, uh, I'm not going to go on because it's got a lot of words that I can't pronounce in here, but it, it looks dope. You know, they say don't judge a book by its cover. I say bullshit, judge a comic by its cover because that's what they're there for. Um, <laughs> it looks amazing. It looks very promising at source point. So, mm, up and coming, up and coming, small point press or small print press is what I mean to say. And then uh, I think the last thing that I have here is Monday Monday. And this is from Vault. Um, uh, a lot of potential on this one as well. It just looks dope. I'm trying to find it where the fuck I passed the Vault. Valiant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on, you piece of shit. I don't know why it's being so mean to me right now. Why can't I find you? I don't know. Maybe Monday Monday isn't Vault after all. <laughs> But, with that being said, um, uh, just more stuff. More stuff that I wouldn't sleep on. I wouldn't sleep on. I don't know where the fuck that was at. Whatever. Um, not in the FOCs, but I, I didn't want to leave those out. I, I think I, I've left out so many good things that, that we should have picked up on and speculated on in the past. Just because I go strictly based off of what's on the FOCs. I'm gonna, I started picking up the previews and... Yeah, there we go. I'm glad I remembered that this week. So, I'm going to take a quick little breaky-poo. That's all of the FOCs this week. Um, Pre-order your books, people. You know, that's that's all I'm going to say this time. I'm not going to go on a super uh, tangent about the importance of it, you know. If you don't know, you'll find out. Um, 
so yeah, uh, pre-order your books. I will, uh, I'm going to take a quick little break. I'll be right back after an Apocalypse promo. And we'll be talking about the book slated to hit your slots on the uh, Cinco de Mayo 2021. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Why can't he put you in the shark? Because you can't grapple a ghost. <laughs> Fucking obviously, you can't. He's a ghost. You can't grapple a ghost. Beans, cool. I can't. There's already a dead body involved. Exactly. Hey, fool. Sometimes when you do some crime, people die. And it's okay. We're the Broken Lords. We provide the finest actual play RPG-related nonsense this side of the internet. Follow us on Twitter at Lords Broken, and give us a listen on any major podcasting platform. All right, I'm back. We're talking about the books coming out next week on the uh, 5th of May. You should have already pre-ordered these books, but just in case. Just in case. Uh, big book this week, then I'm going to have a few copies coming to me. Uh, Batman number 108, we got our first Miracle Molly. Oh, hey. Uh, a couple covers there, Art Germ getting the B variant. Um, Batman Fortnite, zero point number one. Uh, second printing. Mm-hmm. As well as number two, first printing. And that's a pretty cool looking beak cover once again the book's going to be hot as shit we're going to be all over it we got crime syndicate number three Mm -hmm. a couple covers there babs tar killing it on that b cover Uh, trade 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 green lantern number two couple covers there man bat on its fourth issue nice Uh, next batman second son number two Mm-hmm. I wonder if we get a reveal of a sidekick name. Yeah. What's the sidekick's name? What's her name? Was it Tiffany? Is that what it is? Tiffany something? Uh, but that B cover, I think people are going to be all over. The Matina cover, I think, is going to be what people want on that one. It's a nice cover. It's outside of his usual color palette, too. It's sweet. Sensational Wonder Woman on its third issue. Pretty badass B cover. And uh, Suicide Squad number three. Oh yeah, crossing over. Crossing over into Teen Titans Academy. This, the A cover being the first uh, costumed appearance of Bolt. Yeah, I have a feeling Bolt is going to be a favorite from the Teen Titans Academy. 
Uh, that's who the Suicide Squad's after. They need Hapawa. They need a speedster. I'm trying to recruit straight out the academy. Jesus Christ. Um, oh my God. Uh, the, the B variant on this is amazing. I'm Jesus Christing the Swamp Thing. Both covers. Holy shit, did I... I wonder if I pre-ordered the B cover. Kyle Holtz. I mean, this this is amazing. I collect Poison Ivy art, and this is just... Kyle Holtz is a beast. Hots? Might be Hots. But... Oh, that's so goddamn good. Both covers. Uh, the, the Mike Perkins cover is equally as... Uh, hold on, is there a... What? Is there a new Poison Ivy? There's two of them on there. Uh, what? Hmm. I don't know what's going on on that cover, but it could mean something. Could mean something. Badass. And that's that's all of the books coming out uh, from uh, Lunar this week. Doesn't look like there's any Scout books this week. That's a bummer. Is that true? Hmm. I wonder. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. But not through Lunar. Not through Lunar. So let's uh, head on up to Diamond, huh? Let's see what's going on at Diamond next week. Um, should be good, man. Should be good stuff. Uh, let's see. Get my filters. Put the filter. Vault. Vault Comics next week. We got Hollow Heart number three, two covers, and Vampire the Masquerade number eight. Bam! Vampire the Masquerade. It is being developed into uh, like a crossover universe of some sorts on the TV. Um, so Vampire Masquerade books going to suddenly go up in value, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you think that the first issue that comes out after they announce something is, is going to get hot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Out of nowhere. Bam. I have a feeling that this book being a low print run and them announcing something and then people would be like, oh, I want the next vampire masquerade thing I can get. Well, this would be the next thing they can get. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not everyone. Just saying. There could be some potential. Could be a sleeper book for sure. Uh, no Valiant this week. That's a bummer. Titan? What is Titan? Oh, yeah, we got Extraordinary Number Zero just for a buck. Just for a buck. Uh, that That's actually something I, I I think could be something. Oh, here's Scout. Yeah, this is more like it. So Scout's being distributed through uh, uh, Diamond this week, it looks like. The second printing of Black Cotton. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's on the FOCs on Lunar. Maybe they're distributing their books at a different time? Curious. Yeah, black, 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 black. black Cotton, number one, second print. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going to want it. I pre-ordered it. No doubt about it. Uh, Broken Souls Ballard, number one. Uh, ballad, not Ballard. Ballad. Uh, I'm going to check this out as soon as I'm done recording this here podcast. Why? Because I have a preview copy. Mm-hmm. Because me and Scout, we cool. Uh, and the final issue of Children of the Grave as well. So there you go. That's Scout next week. Modest, but fun. Uh, from Oni Press, Kaiju Max Season 6, number 1. 
Mm-hmm. The sixth volume of Kaiju Max. And then we got Rick and Morty. Worlds Apart number four. There you go. A couple covers there. Uh, Mad Cave? Yes. Beckstar number one. What the fuck is this? Uh, Joe Corallo and Lorenzo Calanelli? Uh, it's a soft G. <laughs> Beckstar is a star hoping, hopping mercenary gone full-time gambler light years away from Earth, leaving her old life behind uh, with the help of her magical luck dagger and her fan-turned-regret-filled friend Sally Sulin. That was a fun thing to say. Beckstar X out a living, ekes out a living under the nefarious shadow syndicate's radar. Okay, but when a girl, a mysterious girl at that, appears with grim news and urgent quest where the fate of the universe hangs in the balance, Beckstar has no choice but to join and regret it immediately. Part of that seems familiar, part of it not. Um, hmm. Neat art. No, di different cover artist from the inside, though. Uh, alright. Could be something to that one. Who, who is this out of? Mad Cave? Mad Cave does stuff. Look at uh, Nottingham. <sighs> Blew the frig up. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Come on, what else? First, I got... There's so much scrolling in between <laughs> M and what? Just fucking B? Yeah. Nope, no B this week. No behemoth this week. How about Ahoy? Little Ahoy. What is this? Wrong Earth Night and Day. Number four. Alright, it's a comedy, because it's a hoy. And then from Aftershock, we've got Baby Teeth, number 17. And we got Eden, one shot. What be this? It's a $7 book from Colin Bunn to... Oh yeah, we talked about this. <gasps> She's naked. There is a butt on that cover, people. Cancelled. And then the second printing of We Live, number five. Wow. Second printing, good job. I think this series is going to be something. I do, I do. What's up with Absolute this week? With Absolute, we've got Darkon, number three, and then White Widow, number six. Righto. I'm not going to go through all the covers and everything because it's, it's a bunch. Actually, not a, not that many. Uh, Boom. From Boom, we've got Eve, number one. I did subscribe to this book, I believe. I should have. Should have. I see there might be something to this. This seems fun. For fans of Undiscovered Country and Little Bird, come on. Come on. There's a teddy bear on that there cover. She's paddling with the stop sign, and she ain't but a kid. I don't know. It looks, it looks fun. Um, I kind of get like a Calvin and Hobbes type of vibe. I'm not going to lie. Last Witch, number five. Uh, wrapping up that series. Couple covers there. Oh, and Layla Star. Second printing. Now, did I get the second printing? No, because I hadn't read the first print yet, the first issue. I think the second print, because of that, I think the second print is going to be the lowest printed in the series, and or well, of this issue, and I think it's going to be the most sought after. Um, that's just my prediction, but because the 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 second printing was on the FOCs before the first print was released, and people had the chance to actually read it, yeah. Uh, I think the second printing has a lot of potential. If people actually read this fucking book. Not to mention, it's a pretty goddamn cover. If you're into Hindu art at all, good lord. 
It's so good. It's so good. And then, uh, uh, wind. Wind number six of a little five-parter. Surprise! A couple covers there. That's boom. That's boom this week. Uh, how about, how about IDW? A little bit of IDW. We got Star Wars High Republic Adventures number four. Don't know if there's anything of significance with this issue, but I still think that, if anything, I think it's going to be just low print. It's going to be the pe- reason people seek it out in the future. Um, just low print. Dark Horse next week we have, or this week, depending on when you listen to this podcast, uh, Wednesday, there you go, does that make it better? Uh, Beasts of Burden, Occupied Territory, number two. Um, I, I got into this book realizing, or I signed up for this book not realizing, rather, that it's Beast of Burden is already a series that I'm just not familiar with, so I don't want to jump into like chapter two or something of something that I don't know much about. So I have issue one of the next part in the series <laughs> it seems interesting though the 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 case does or the the, the, the case the, the the premise seems interesting uh dead dog's bite i was looking at i was reading ahead dead dog's bite number three couple covers there fear case is where my brain was going number four wrapping up a couple covers there on fear case uh, God of War, Fallen God, on its third issue. Ah, uh, Jenny Zero being re-released without pages from issue number two being involved on accidentals. So, yeah. Whoops. Uh, should have, uh... Should, yeah, they, they, they screwed up. The first print was actually, uh... They're not calling this a second print. All the other stuff was ordered to be destroyed, but... Mm, <laughs> Yeah, um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, this is gonna be the regular version, though. Different. And then Orville Digressions, number one, of a two-part macro. That's Dark Horse. How about Image to wrap up the indies next week? We got Bliss, number seven. Oh yeah, Sean Lewis, baby, killing it. Commanders in Crisis, number eight, a little twelve-part maxi series that I think is gonna be a late bloomer. I think it's going to be a late bloomer. A few covers on this one. Deep Beyond, getting a bunch of covers. Fourth issue of a 12-part maxi-series. Die continues on with its 16th issue. 16. Uh, Firepower, number 11. couple covers there. Good Asian, number one of a nine-parter. A couple covers on that one. Um... What was this? Hey, uh, Inkblot. Inkblot number eight. Uh, Noctera number three. Couple covers on Noctera. Silver Coin number one, second printing. Definitely signed up for that one. Um, after I read the first print, thought, well, I wish I would have got more of this one. This is going to be big. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to get the second printing and cross my fingers. And then, uh,. To wrap up the indies, coming out next week, we've got The Walking Dead Deluxe, number 14, four covers on that one. So there you go. Now let's wrap this bad bitch up with the Marvel books coming out next week. Ah, Amazing Spider-Man, number 65, Merrick Chavez, number 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that second printing Gleason variant. Of the old black, white, and blood. Carnage. Uh, And then issue number three coming out as well. Two badass covers. 
Uh, Hellions pushing along, number 11. Heroes Reborn pops off with all of those covers. Mm-hmm. Heroes Reborn. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Uh, Mortal Hulk, number 46. We're getting closer to uh, to the end of this series. You know, so... As we end the the you know as we get closer to the ending of a series, you'll often find that print runs start to lower, creating future collectability. It's economics, people. You know, you ask me how I know, and I say it's because I study, I study patterns, I study lots of stuff, and um, you know, I I don't know if there's anything key about this book, but I have a feeling that. Uh, in the not-so-distant future, when Immortal Hulk becomes, I don't know, recycled again, I think people are going to be coming back and wanting to revisit this series, and it might be hard to finish it. You see what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Wrapping up. Um, couple covers on this one. Great homage variant on that. Definitely grabbed a couple of those. Um, Iron Fist's Heart of the Dragon on its fifth issue. Two covers on that one. Marauders, number 20. Oh, we've got the old Star Wars bounty hunters. There are, you know, I know I originally said, what? Well, how could you possibly bring in a first appearance in an era that's already been told? Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's at least one first appearance in here. I forget who it is. Um, don't know them, because it's their first time. Don't judge me. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, get on it, man. Get on it. Great action figure variant that I think is going to blow up. No, I think I... I actually think that I got... Or I ordered more of the action figure variants than anything else. And then the director's cut should probably be pretty good as well. I think this series is going to do well. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a Star Wars crossover. Haven't really seen that. Uh, Strange Academy number 10, couple covers there, and we got The Union, there's two covers for some reason, wrapping up on its fifth issue, uh, what is this, the Thor and Loki, Drabble Trouble, number three, and then finally, X-Men Curse of the Man-Thing, number one, oh yeah, loving some Man-Thing stuff, I love how they're bringing in the Man-Thing, I love it. I love it, now we're tying it into the X-Men, and it's just fun stuff for me. They're just making it for me, people. That's all. That's it, man. That's it. Those are the books slated to hit your slots on Wednesdays. I know I just kind of sped on through them, but... But... Um, I already talked about this stuff, man. I already talked about the significance of a lot of this stuff in the other episodes. Back when they were way back on pre-orders. So... I hope I hope you have found some sort of uh, use for your last I don't know 75 minutes or so. Um, I, you know, there's lots of stuff to speculate on, lots of stuff to just jump on. I'm not here just to cater to the speculators, and I will go ahead and give the disclaimer that you know the the, the speculating stuff. Just pre pre-order your books because if you're gonna speculate on something, don't be a dick. And say, well, Brian said there's going to be a big first appearance in this, and I'm gonna, so I want to capitalize. Don't go to the shelf on Wednesday when it comes up, and just pull all of them. You know, that's that's not proper etiquette. Proper etiquette is pre-orders. So that's, I don't know, that's what it comes down to, people. 
But I hope, once again, you've got something out of this. There's good stuff. There's good stuff. Uh, remember, remember, uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want all different content. Mm-hmm. We talk more about the speculation as it comes out that week, you know, as the, the, the prices on eBay start to uh, emerge. So sign up to the YouTube channel for that, plus other content as well, obviously. I do unboxings and good stuff there. Um, remember, uh, follow the Apocalypse list on podchaser.com. Uh, just go to lists on Podchaser, and you'll, if you don't know how to spell the Apocalypse, just look to the right once you hit lists, and it's just right there at the top, uh, or at least towards the top. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the best curated lists on the fucking planet, the best independent podcast in the world, but you know that already. Um, and rate the podcast. I appreciate all the new ratings that came in again. I thank you for it. Your kind words and everything. Um, and it means so much knowing that people are getting use out of this and, you know, you're using my recommendations and profiting off of them. Uh, some of you are going in deeper and harder than I am. You know, and I respect that. I congratulate you. <laughs> Makes me feel good as well. You know, I'm not here to manipulate any market. I'm just giving you the, the the long and short of what I believe. You know, it's all speculation. I'm not a fortune teller. It's just, like I said, reading patterns and the, the the few little circles that I belong to. It's uh, ah, <sighs> it pays off, man. It pays off to be really, really in deep into this industry. But I'm giving you a shortcut. I don't talk about any of this stuff until it comes out, aside from this podcast. So I, I, I keep all of my information exclusive to you listeners. Mm-hmm. Not even in the Facebook group do I share this stuff. So, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you for tuning in. And uh, remember, remember, I command that you read responsibly and stay safe out there. I'll talk to you the next time there's uh, things in comics to talk about. Cheers, fuckers. Ah, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. I got the real brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane.